Y'all got your drink, fellas. Got my drink. It was like, ooh, Al lips look so good. I got good everything, Charlie. What else you got good, Al? <laughs> Take a look at that picture I sent you. I just figured I'd get the girls a little preview <laughs> of the spring summer collection, aka okay. my body. It is TGIF. This is what y'all came for, right? Y'all came for this. Hey everybody, happy Friday. It is that time. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. And we are back with another brand new episode of TGIF with a brand new time. Keep spreading the word 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East. But if you're watching, you already hip and you already know, but please tell a friend. Now we're here to uh, sip and spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines and news on social media. So sit back, relax, and grab yourself a cocktail, a drink, or whatever. And I'll get ready to sip this hot tea. Now, please let me welcome my fantastic co-host. Please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky Dineva, a.k.a. Q. What's good? Well, am I ever going to retire this hand or is, is this hand just synonymous with TGIF? How <laughs> <laughs> do your thing now? It, it, it is. It just comes natural. You're giving me Price is Right's model a little bit. <laughs> Ta-da! And please welcome... Brand strategist Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. What's going on, Claudia? I'm still trying to figure out what the hand movement means. Ask me after the show and I'll tell you. But I believe uh-huh. it or not, I was on my Instagram last night scrolling through old posts and I stumbled across the video that inspired the hand. So I'll, I'll send it You'll to you. You'll tell me after the show. But okay. those that know, no. No. All right. <laughs> Al, I thought you, it, no? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely let you know. In the group chat, we're not trying to be messy. Well, just a little bit. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, let me put the chat on, because you know I will run through a, a commercial break. Let me- <laughs> so, so what's everybody sipping on this evening? What y'all sipping on? Uh, y'all know I got a refrigerator full of groceries, so it's Publix lemonade for me. Al, uh, what you got? I'm doing a um, green tea. That's it? No alcohol? No alcohol. I'm, I, I don't know. I woke up this morning, sore throat, Ooh. like achy, sweats. I'm like, what the hell? So you got, you got that nasty woman's disease. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, if Al's not drinking. Something's wrong. Something's wrong, right? Exactly. That's giving me two weeks. Antibiotics can't drink, no? <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. That's why I, I need to drink before I go to the doctor. Oh, okay. I love that our priorities are all together in order. Fantastic. Yeah, all right, y'all, look, without further ado, let's jump into some hot topics, shall we? Okay. Let's get into this uh, Dave Chappelle. We have an update. Dave Chappelle is facing backlash for comments about the LBGTQ plus community that he made in his Netflix stand-up special, The Closing. Now, check out what he said in our, check out what he said. In our country, you can shoot and kill an N-word, but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. Well, the National Black Justice Coalition is just one of the several high-profile organizations asking Netflix to pull the special. The organization released this statement with the 2021, with 2021 on track to be the deadliest year on record for transgender people in the United States, the majority of whom are Black transgender people, Netflix should know better. Have y'all checked out the Netflix special? What are your thoughts on what he said? And I also have uh, Dave Chappelle's response. We can get into that after your thoughts. What are your thoughts on this part so far? Al, what do you think? So, you know, I went back and watched the whole thing because um, I I had only watched clips, but I I still feel the same way. I I feel like in this, in this, I don't govern comedians the same way I govern other people. You know, 
when I looked at it again, I mean, he was equally rude to Asians. He was equally rude to Black people. He was equally rude to uh, the women's movement, the Me Too movement. He really ran down that field with that. He was equally rude to Jews. He was equally rude to white people. Um, and, you know, and I, I kept listening attentively to figure out where do we draw the line and where we can be outraged about one but not outraged about the other. And I, I just I just still feel like I felt on Wednesday. I felt like it's par for the course. He's a comedian. He makes you laugh. Nothing's off limits. I think, though, in Dave's offense, remember, in his San Francisco um, um, comedy act, he had a trans woman. He chose a I'm sorry. He chose a, yeah, a trans woman to open the act for him. So I don't know. Funky, what are your thoughts on this? You know, I, 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 I really just don't know what to feel. You know, I read a line in the story that said Dave's brand has become synonymous with transphobia. You know what I'm saying? And I said last week, this was intentional. Dave knew this was coming. You know, we're fully aware of what racial and political climate we're in, whether that's right, wrong or indifferent. You knew this was coming down the pipeline and you chose to do it anyway. Um, he didn't care, so I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you knew this was going to come. I mean, handle it. And one thing I do like about Dave Chappelle is that he has no problem standing in his right. word. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I respect him and commend him for that. But I also think at this point, Dave, all right, we get it. You've told the trans and gay jokes, leave it alone. So let me ask you this, though. This is what I, I'm concerned about. So why is it, though, that we want him canceled for having trans jokes? Why don't we use that same energy for these white designers that continuously year in and year out disrespect us with the black faces and, and, and the nooses and stuff? Why can't we cancel them from off a New York Fashion Week show or off of a Paris Fashion Week show or off of a Milan Fashion Week show? Why don't we use the same energy there than uh, what the LBGTQ community, LGBTQ plus community does in an instance like this. I'll tell you why, because black people, and this is something that we do, we are much harder on each other than we'll ever be to the white man. As much as we can sit here and deny it, we will be mad at each other for doing something. And then a white man will come along that we like their fashions and we will be mad for a week. And then we go back to supporting I feel like uh, I, w I watched that special right when it came out and he did make fun of everybody. And if we want true equal rights, guess what? We all going to get it. Black women going to get it. White men going to get it. Jews going to get it. Right. Christians going to get it. We all going to get it. And actually equal rights doesn't mean you get preferential rights. It means you get equal rights. And guess what? In comedy, everyone gets it. If he's singling out someone and constantly just coming for the neck, I totally feel right. like that's bullying. That's not right. But I, I just don't know where we draw the line where we can make fun of everybody but or is everybody open? Y'all can make fun of us. We can't make fun of y'all. Like, I don't know. But I feel like we're getting away from, we, we, is it, do we want equality or, we, or do we want something different? And, and I, didn't see, I didn't see the hate. And I didn't see hate in it. But then again, I'm, that's not my community. So I guess it's not my job to, to say that if you felt hate, one of y'all felt hate, then I, then I have to respect that. I think the comparison is apples to oranges. And I'm going to be very honest with you. I don't like that question. I just I, I don't like it because I think it's very divisive. I think what it does is in turn 
makes this group over here that's already upset because of whatever trauma that they're dealing with now turn on this group and eat them. Why are y'all getting so much attention for y'all's cause, but I'm not getting no attention for my cause? When we ought to be celebrating that anybody marginalized is getting attention. I, I just, I don't like that question at all. Which question are you referring to? Just um, Why do we get mad with the gay stuff, but we don't get mad with the black stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like both are issues. Both mm -hmm. are issues that deserve to be a champion. But I just don't like the divisiveness that that question, that question gets asked a lot in the media. Oh, yeah, I care about the gays, but y'all don't care about black folks. And I keep telling people it's not the, the gay community does not make the strides that they make because they're gay. Let's be clear. The gay community makes the strides that they make because the community is comprised of white men. All right. Let, let's right. be perfectly clear. It is white men in power that are driving whatever strides that the gay community are making. OK, let, that and that's a very, very valid point. So uh, let me go ahead and read Dave Chappelle's response. He said, if, if this is what being canceled is about, I love it. I don't know what to tell you, except I'm a bad mother effer. F Twitter, F NBC News. F ABC News, all these stupid networks, Chappelle said. He did not say F Fox Hill, so he's still rocking stuff. <laughs> I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to you. This is real life. So he's, he's like you said, Funky, he's standing in what he said. He's not going to go and give a fake apology. And I respect that. That I respect. I right. respect that to the utmost. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, I, I think I have a feeling that this is going to be something that will probably be in the news. Okay. Oh, wow. and, you know, Cardi, I'm, I'm going to say one more thing before we move on. I, I, there was a gay, Samson McCormick, he's been on Fox Hill before, gay comedian. He made a very valid point. He said, um, we already know what Dave Chappelle is about, right? We already know what his joke's about. Don't watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't watch. Right. If it's not for you, don't watch. I, I don't understand why people tune into stuff that they know is going to upset them. It's really that simple. Don't watch. That's true. We all have choices. And, you know, okay. instead of I think the easier choice is turning it instead of trying to force someone to change how they are, or what they think or how they feel. You don't have to watch. Problem solved, right? Yeah. In my, in my book. Moving on, Nicki Minaj has secured her seat as Andy Cohen's co-host on the sixth season reunion of The Real Housewives of Potomac. Back in late July, Nikki joked with her fans via Instagram that she would be hosting the reunion episode when she posted a remix teaser trailer, which featured her song Moment for Life. Now, when Cohen caught wind of the playful Instagram post, he texted Nikki's publicist saying he would gladly give up his seat to have her host the Potomac reunion. Well, yesterday, Nikki made the venture official via Instagram. She posted next to Cohen on set. What do y'all think? What are y'all thoughts on Nicki Minaj? Uh, do you think she is the right host for this show? What do you think? Uh, I definitely think it's cute. Uh, I, I think it will garner uh, eyeballs. I hope that when we watch it, that Nicki is a tried and true Potomac watcher. So she knows the ins and outs and the nuances of the relationships. Um, I think it's cute. Al, what do you think about this? It, 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 First of all, I, I, I must have skipped over this because <laughs> I didn't get this in the top topics. But in my honest opinion is I would rather see someone like yourself, Claudia, or Funky Dineva doing this because you guys are much more astute and much more in tune with what's going on in the reality space. And you can ask those questions. You having the background as a cast member and Funky having the background of reviewing this for like the last 10 years. I just think that the questions, the, the report, and everything would be much more seamless. 
So that's my. No, I know. Anytime I say anything about this person, people think it's a personal thing, but it's absolutely not. I have nothing personal against her, just some of her crazy fans. But I will say this: um, I, it's giving me gimmick a little bit. Right. But if, but but if, but but hey, these shows need ratings, and if it's a one season thing, I think it's a good idea to boost ratings long term. Do I want to see that? No. I think right. Andy is perfect for doing that, and uh, he's good at it. And 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 it, you know what I mean? Like, and I I, I it's kind of like fan appreciation day. You let a fan kind of sit in, like kind of how we did one time. We tried right. it once. Mm, did it work? I don't know. But um. But you know the the best thing about this is is people like Funky and yourself and Andy. You guys know the nuances of the young ladies. You've been following them. Like you you know you know what really gets under their skin. You know their lies. You know their you know you know everything about them. I just don't think Nikki has the um, the time. She's so busy. She's traveling. She's touring. Like does she really have the time to really know each one of the young ladies? But it's gonna be interesting to watch. I mean, I do know that she's a big fan of reality TV though. So good luck, Nikki. My spirit tells me that she probably only comes out for one little segment and asks a couple questions, then they send her back on her way. Right. And, and that would be enough. I mean, that would get enough to all her fans come on over and give mm-hmm. it, you know, give the show, give the reunion a shot in the arm and, and all that energy that the barbs bring. Because let's be clear, they do bring a lot of energy. What right. I hope it doesn't start is that every season now we got somebody yeah, up on the doggone reunion. Like, let's. Right. Let's not start that trend. VH1, Viacom, y'all don't pick it up. Like, leave it alone. Let, let's let our reunion hosts be reunion hosts. And right. let's let our rappers be rappers. Please. Right. I am all for reunion hosts being reunion hosts. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And we'll be back with more TGIF with us, professional hosts, when we return. Welcome back to TGIF at our new time, 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East. Now, listen, everybody may not know about the time change, so we're going to need all the soulmates' help. Please text a friend. Everybody hit up at least one person or post on your social media pages and let folks know that we are at an earlier time because I don't want people inboxing us saying, you didn't tell us about our new time change. So let everybody know about the new time change. Okay, back to the hot topics. Now, there's always some uh, tea brewing at The View, especially lately now. Shark Tank hosts. Barbara Corcoran recently appeared on the show and she made a controversial comment about Whoopi's weight. Corcoran's comment, uh, cutting comment came after Goldberg jokingly asked if she would be able to fit into a pair of jeans from Good American, a denim company co-founded by Khloe Kardashian. Well, Whoopi asked her co-host, will they fit this COVID butt? And Corcoran said, when you get finished with those jeans and decide you don't like them, give them to me. I'm going to make two pairs. Well, the real estate mogul is now apologizing for those comments. Let's take a look. At Whoopi's expense, which I now realize wasn't funny. For anyone who I may have offended unintentionally, I just want to say I really am very sorry. What was she thinking? And uh, do you Uh, think she knew she was being like it was mean? Or do you think she just got caught up in the moment? What do y'all think? I definitely think she got caught up in the moment. And, you know, forgive me, but I, I... I really interpreted the comment to have less to do with Whoopi's weight and more to do with her being real skinny. I'm one of those people that I I go based on intentions. Barbara Corcoran does not have a reputation for being nasty and snide. You know, they were in the moment and it came out wrong per se, but her, her heart was in the right place. But the real MVP in this story is, uh, 
Anna, Anna, uh, Anna baby, because Anna jumped right on in and read Barbara and let her know that her dress had been worn twice on TV. What you said, uh, Sarah Haynes and somebody else have worn that dress twice on television. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Al. <laughs> so, you know, we all know that Whoopi has issued a statement saying that she that she didn't take it serious because they are they have been friends for over 20 years. But the best part was when she said it, did you see Whoopi's face? Yes. She was like, I will, I will come across <laughs> this table and you up. One thing you cannot do as a skinny white woman size zero in Jewish is talk about a morbidly obese black woman size. Damn, hold up, boy. hold up. Not morbidly <laughs> obese. <laughs> you worse than you worse than Barbara. Women, she is Dang. morbidly She is morbidly Damn, obese. That is not nice. Listen, morbidly obese has to do with your height and 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 what you should weigh. I'm not saying that she's like, right. you know. But I, I listen, I you know, know what, what I mean. on, on the graph, but I know how it sounds when yeah, you I'm okay, it. So. it sounds very bad. See, yeah. you guys, see how easy it is to say something that person is feeling? Here's what's funny. Is it me or I did not notice Whoopi had gained that much weight until that episode. Same. But until no. she, they pointed it out, then I was like, oh, Whoopi is looking a little rotund. But I didn't know. <laughs> but yes, 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 you did. Because remember, she had two appearances, two public appearances. Remember when she was in Vanity Fair and she wore that big old black dress? Well, she had dress. all that tour netting and stuff on. So I just, and then, I just thought it was fabric. No, and then the Met Gala, she was looking... You know, obviously, Whoopi is going through something that's causing her to be very unhappy because that weight looks like it has doubled, if not tripled, in over you know the course of twenty four months. Claudia, well, I got nothing on you. The, the lady don't triple her weight in twenty four months. Al, you are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it. I just mean, I we won't. Well, we won't be co-hosting any guest seats on the View. <laughs> hey, Whoopi. Hey, hey, Whoopi. The views expressed by Al Reynolds are not the views of Funky Dineva and Claudia. <laughs> well, listen, Claudia. Uh, Q just threw us down out the window with uh, on Wendy Williams. So we got two we can't host now. <laughs> Stuck here. We're gonna be here forever. Right. <laughs> Good thing we love it here, though. Yes. Good thing we love it here. Okay, moving on. Uh, days after Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, stepped down from managing her conservatorship, she's now calling out the rest of her family for not coming to her aid. The singer took uh, to Instagram and shared a photo of a woman swimming to help another woman who appears to be unconscious underwater. Alongside the caption was a direct message to her family, who she claimed didn't help her during her long conservatorship battle. She wrote, I suggest if you have a friend, that's been in a house and feels really small for four months, no car, no phone, no door for privacy. And they have to walk around 10, work around 10 hours a day, seven days a week and give tons of blood weekly with never a day off. I strongly suggest you go pick up your friend and get them the hell out of there. Now she continued, if you like my family who says things like, sorry, you're in a conservatorship, probably thinking you're different. They can F with you. All right. Uh, are you glad that Britney is, is finally free? What are your thoughts on this story? What do you think about, you know, she's blasting her family for not helping her? I always thought her family wasn't ish. The mama and the sister. Like, I, I, I just don't know. 
Where was the mother in all of this? I never watched any of the documentaries, but when they start talking about the girl didn't have an iPad, she didn't have a phone, it would seem to me that if a child I birthed was in this situation, I would be there with her spending time. If she's not allowed to have an iPad, I would supervise her while she's using the iPad. I would pick her up and take her shopping and pick her up and let's go and get manis and petties. It just really did seem like they threw that girl away in prison and, and, and tossed away the key. Al, what do you think about this story? Hey, listen, I think that she was in a conservatorship. Q, you have a brother that's in the exact same situation. You have to think of it like that. She wasn't in it because she didn't need it. I keep saying this over and over and over. The courts evaluated her yearly. Um, I think some of the things that she speaks about is out of her mental health issues that she have, how she interpreted things. I'm pretty sure that her mother and her father and her sister and her cousins and everybody didn't abandon her in the way that she is expressing it. I think what they did was they didn't give her what she wanted. And because like most stars, if you don't give them what they want, then all they tend to do is complain about what they don't have or what they didn't get. I mean, I, I, I'm just glad though. This is the part that I'm glad about. I'm glad the conservatorship is over. And then let's watch the real, the real Britney Spears take center stage. And let's see what happens. I guess it would be easy to kind of go along with everything with, you know, it's for her mental health and they're looking out for her, the best interest. But to say she's not responsible enough to kind of take care of herself and do all that, but she's okay to work hard and keep bringing them dollars in is where I think a lot of people have a problem. Like if I'm not capable of managing my, having an iPad and having an Instagram account, but I can get up on stage and dance and perform and, and I can work and make money. Yeah. That's where I'm like, yeah, y'all lost me with that. But right. you got to remember that that was the part. Remember, that was the part of her mental health evaluation, according to the court documents, was that it was the duality. And she had multiple personalities that were identified. But it was the duality that the only time that they found that she felt safe and comfortable was doing her trade, her act, her singing. And a lot of those Disney kids, a lot of those Disney kids, those young stars, they start off OK, but they all kind of lose it somewhere in between. I mean, we're going to cover one today, but Raven Simone, all of them that get that fame at a very young age unravels, in my opinion. And the only place that they find comfort is back in front of that camera or back in front of that audience. And that's when they feel safe and sane. And that's why she was allowed to do it. I just find it convenient that these cash cows the are OK thing. to work. Mm. Hey, if you ain't cool, like, I don't know. OK, she loses it enough to work. But when she come to talk about her family, now she magically crazy. It, it, it just ain't <laughs> for me. Speaking yeah. of magically crazy, Donald Trump has weighed in on the Haitian migration crisis at the border. And his comments did not come without controversy. Uh, now, he said in a recent interview, I don't know why he keeps coming for black. I mean, I do know why he keeps coming for black people, but he, he is just doing the most. He said, we have hundreds of thousands of people flowing in from Haiti. Haiti has a tremendous AIDS problem. AIDS is a step beyond. AIDS is a real bad problem. Oh, he don't seem to worry about AIDS when he's having raw dog sex with a porn star. But OK. All right, Donald Trump. He said, uh, he continued, uh, many of those people will probably have AIDS and they're coming into our country and we don't do anything about it. We let everyone come in, Sean. It's like a death wish. It's like a death wish for our country. What do you think about Donald Trump coming for the Haitians? Basically saying all the Haitians come in America. They all HIV positive. They bring an AIDS to our country. What do y'all think about this? And once again, Matt, I remind you, 
he's the one that was having raw dog sex with all kinds of women while he has a pregnant wife. What do y'all think? Donald Trump is an extremely smart man. He's very clever. If you look at the statement and you look at how many times he used the word AIDS, you know, he used it three times to drive it home, get the word locked in people's mind. And Donald Trump has done a very excellent job in understanding the mentality and and the psychology of that low intelligent base that he has. He can give out alternative facts, say the most far fetched things and they go with it. And he's mastered that. And that's exactly what it is. You know, I've learned we as Black people have got to stop letting this man upset us and realize that this was coming out of his mouth actually has nothing whatsoever to do with them Haitian people and everything to do with Donald Trump trying to solidify his base. Facts. Al, what do you think? Um, I agree. I agree. I mean, I... I, I... I just honestly don't want to give Donald Trump any talk time. I think he, in my opinion, is a racist. He knows what to say and how to say it. I think it's degrading. I think that he needs to find a new a new topic. I, 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 I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm, I just don't feel like talking about him. Sorry. Let me, let me just clarify what I said about Donald Trump and the point. So I do know that point. So I'll get tested before y'all come for me for that. I'm just saying he's reckless and it's not just the porn star. He has unprotected sex, period. And, you know, might want to ask those 17, what, 18, 19, 20, 21 women that accused him of sexual assault that were actually valid. And uh, E. Jean uh, Carroll that accused him of rape and has the dress just like Monica Lewinsky. So the way y'all support her, maybe support this one as well. You know, you're right. He uses the buzzwords, the proper buzzwords. He's getting his racist, ignorant, white base. Not all of his followers are ignorant and racist and white. But the ones that are, these are, mu- this is music to their ears. Oh, man, those ears, black right? Haitians. First of all, these black Haitians that came over, they didn't just come from Haitian, Haiti straight to America. There was a whole other few other countries, about seven other countries that they had to go through, they had to go through, right? A few of them. And um, it's just amazing that the how he picks and chooses the nationalities, the nations uh-huh. to be angry at that come over. Meanwhile, when Russians come over here, when Czechoslovakians come over here, when Italians come over here, not a peep. They had nothing about the Afghans. We took in 95,000 Afghan refugees. Right. They ain't made a, why they ain't got the AIDS and the malaria and the rubella and the cold <laughs> or the nasty woman's disease? Why they ain't got nothing? I, I'm just sick of the world piling on Haiti. Haiti has been through enough. With right. the violation of what France has done to that country and making them pay all this money with, mm-hmm. with how people stay coming for Haiti, even their next door neighbors, the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. just this, the colorism, the, 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 the hiring workers from Haiti and then not paying them, tying them to trees and brutalizing them. I've seen so much horrible things, so many horrible things happening to Haitians. Can we give the Haitians a break? Mm-hmm. They have all the countries that, that need fleeing from Haiti is one that needs the United States to have a moment and be like, we, we we got y'all. Y'all owe us. Y'all owe black people for what y'all benefited off of. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's a whole nother conversation. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF at our new time, 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East. Once again, tell all your friends about our new time because not everybody knows and we don't have billboards up yet, but we, they coming, y'all. <laughs> they are coming. Okay, speed of coming. Let me tell you about this. Uh, how to increase your credit score. Do you know that even an okay credit score can cost you over a hundred grand over the life of a 30 year home loan? That's why you should use ScoreMaster before you apply for any loan. ScoreMaster can take your credit score from okay to great fast. 
Now, the average user adds 61 points in 21 days or less. Recent COVID surges will keep the interest rates low for now. So adding 61 points to your score could really save you thousands on a home loan. But those rates will go up soon. So before you apply, visit scoremaster.com and add points to your credit score super fast. Then you can maintain and protect your credit score with 24-7 credit monitoring and a $1 million fraud insurance. Now, it only takes a few minutes to enroll. See your points, get your points, and qualify for the lowest home rate. Now, trust me, I've done this, and my credit is right around 795. I've got five more points to be excellent. So go ahead and visit scoremaster.com slash T. That's scoremaster.com slash T to get started today. We'll be right back with more TGIF. Don't go away and tell your friends, tune in. We're here. We'll be right back. Two minutes. All right, y'all. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm glad both my co-hosts are on in their squares where they belong. You so damn messy. <laughs> Y'all, my stomach was hurting. And I was like, oh, please tell me we got a commercial because I got to go. Well, just let the record state I did not put him on blast. I just said one of my co-hosts. Okay. Hey, speaking of messy, we got to talk about this Kansas woman who, um, she got an STD, right? She filed a $1 million lawsuit against Geico after she claims she caught an STD from a man whose car was insured by the insurance company. Now, according to 98.7 KLUV, the woman said that although she didn't use protection during the sexual encounter that happened in the back seat of his car, she thinks Geico owes her money because her date has a policy with the provider. Now, in response to the lawsuit, Geico filed a counter lawsuit against the woman saying their policy only covers injuries that occurred out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the vehicle. What are your thoughts on this story on this one? Listen, she didn't use the condom. She don't let this man run up inside her raw dog like a la Donald Trump. And she's going to try to shoot the insurance company because he yeah, he burnt her. Listen, what do y'all think? It's the audacity for me. But I think the lawyer that filed this on her behalf needs to have his license taken away. Like, you know, <laughs> this is just crazy. But you know what? Listen, it, it was a worthwhile try. Like, I, 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 you know, I mean, this is America. You can sue everybody. It might have went somewhere. So I, I commend her for trying. But um, now you just let the whole world know your coochie look like a Braille menu with all them <laughs> And you didn't get nothing for it. And you owe legal fees. That's hilarious. Al? So let me tell you what's so funny about this. This story reeks of white privilege. All right. The other side of the case that you mentioned is a million dollar federal court case that she filed against Geico. But she just won $5.2 million in the state court system for suing the guy for giving her a sexually transmitted disease. Now, what's so interesting about this, the stipulation for her to get paid the $5.2 million is that it has to be paid by GEICO. So in my opinion, I think this is like a collusion of some sorts that the two of them came together. I think he might be a prominent person because the reason why they're filing anonymous versus anonymous is because because she said that she's trying to protect his political aspirations and don't want to uh, have his name out there. Now, on top of all of this, this is where it gets funny. 
They did not have sex in the car in the state of Missouri, which is where they're from. They drove across the line to Kansas where they had sex in the car. Now, even though Geico is probably going to get this thrown out, the state of Kansas now, because they made it aware that they went to the state of Kansas, may, in fact, sue both of them or charge them because in the the Sunflower State, you cannot have sex in the car in a public area. It's called indecent exposure. So Woody, it had to be herpes, right? It has to be herpes. What's that HPV? Was it so HPV? A, Was it the worst? That's a version of herpes, right? I mean, I ain't never had it. So I, <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's that the that ain't the one I had. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about because if it was like a chlamydia or gonorrhea, you just that's just a shot, right? The other that's thing, it had to be something that was like. I could talk about that one. That, that's a deal for the time man. It has so to be what, herpes. What disease would y'all be okay with getting for $5 million? $5 the million. One that you could get, the one I had, the one you get inside of the ass. <laughs> I'm cool. I, I mean, not, not I'm asking for it, but I can handle anything that penicillin can cure. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can. Because it's like a cold for your penis, right? It's like a cold. Hey, chew, right? It's not. <laughs> Basically. Okay. What, uh, chlamydia? Yeah. Or just oh, any okay. STD that penicillin can cure. I remember this girl that I was friends with. She stayed with me, and she, we all knew her boyfriend burnt it. She tried to, he told her all kinds of lies. He was like, I'm not used to drinking, and my, my pH levels and my sperm must have got changed from us. Like, girl, if you don't, she didn't believe in him. She was so dumb. Anyways, all right, y'all. Um, let's get into some positive, after that dirty ass story, let's get into some positive news. Fans are cheering on actor Orlando Brown after learning he's finally clean and sober, enjoying his life as a husband and a dad. It was reported this week on BCK Online that Brown was seen smiling for a photo with his wife, Danielle Brown, and their two-year-old son. Now, according to the outlet, Brown overcame his struggles with drug addiction after joining Rise Church in Texas. He's also begun recording uh, music with uh, Christian themes, including a song and video called Smiled on Me. We should celebrate this brother for overcoming his addiction because the trolls were shady when he was down. Are you guys happy that Brown finally got the help that he needed? And what are your thoughts? Do you think it's going to last? I I hope it does, because he was in a very bad place. You know, I'm not a drug counselor, nor am I a doctor. Uh, I thought there was some mental illness in there, too, in in conjunction with the drugs, because he was all over the place. Um, in a perfect world, I would want to see him, uh, reunite with Raven them and go back over there to Disney and work and get money and and live happily ever after. But, uh, I know that with addiction, uh, it's a day-to-day struggle. So I'm just afraid that this brother, you know, handles it on the daily and, 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 and keeps striving. Al, what do you think about this? You know, he chose he chose a very tough drug to be addicted to. You know, he's addicted to crystal meth. Is that right? No, Mm -hmm. crystal meth. Right. So crystal meth. And I'm just happy to see him take putting one foot in in front of the other at this point. Remember, in 2018, this is the same young man that went on Dr. Phil and claimed that he was the son of Michael Jackson. In 2018, he also was found burglarized in his best friend's uh, restaurant where they found him on the roof of the restaurant, (laughs) allegedly cutting the uh, Internet uh, ties. Also, drug possession, domestic battery. 
battery. 2018 was a very bad year for him and his drugs. So to see him take this step to get sober, even if it doesn't last, is awesome. And to watch him sing in that church just gave me chills to see how God can really, really move mountains and bring you through some tough times. And he's a prime example of that going from a Disney star where he was on everything from Jamie Foxx show to that's so Raven making millions of dollars to having nothing to, you know, now saving his soul. I mean, I, I, I was really motivated and inspired by this story. I had Tony, a do, you think he, do you think he still gets a, like a quarterly royalty check? Is that how that goes? It pays out quarterly? You, uh, every three months. I, I still get um, small ass checks from my little acting job I did. So I'm sure he gets some nice ones, but they, uh, they, they, they keep going down the, the, the longer it's been. Right. But, you know, he was on Family Matters, the Jamie Foxx show. All of those are in reruns. He was on Two of a Kind. He was and That's So Raven. I think he's still making a little bit of I would imagine that, 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 that those That's So Raven checks are still cute. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I had a, a crackhead uh, in my family, but she was like by marriage. But anyways, I remember seeing her on the bus and it was crackheads think they can whisper, but they can't. Like she thought she was whispering. She was like, are you still a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> I got I got two Everyone funny I got two funny crackhead stories. My friend got a cousin. His my, my best friend, his cousin was a crackhead, and his cousin went in the mama house and stole her ceiling fans. Like of all the things she could have taken that were easier to hop on the street, he stole her ceiling fans. And then I got a cousin that lives in another city. And when my grandma died, they brought him down here for the funeral. But he didn't make it to the funeral. They found him like 15 miles south, downtown, walking Biscayne Boulevard, just high. Missed the whole fume. <laughs> I, they be getting their walk on. <laughs> yes. And crystal meth addicts, they have this uh, a cleaning fetish. Like they clean and like they they have a thing about cleaning. I, never mind. I'm not going to share my bad ideas because you asked. <laughs> You know what? We're gonna take a quick commercial. You know what? Say by the bell. We're gonna take a quick commercial break because I'm I'm on one tonight right now. So we're gonna go to commercial break before I, I get us in trouble. We'll be right back with more TGIF after this. We'll be back. You took your back to TGIF. I am joined by Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. I see y'all in the chat. Listen, you know what we should do sometimes? We should take random questions from the chat. What y'all think about that? I love it. I want idea. our people, I want our people to like be able to reach out and touch us and and, and get to us. So um I'm taking three questions, three questions and go. Uh, producers, if you want to grab questions from the chat so you can let us know what they're saying, I'm going to get into this next story. And by the time this story's over, we'll, we we'll have some, a question for each of us. Okay. Is that cool? That's cool. All right, cool. All right. From one obstacle to the next, it seems like former NBA player Shannon Brown, AKA Monica's ex, is among 18 former NBA players Ooh. who are arrested and charged with defrauding the NBA's health and welfare benefit plan out of four million dollars now according to the indictment brown and the other former players engaged in a scheme to defraud the plan by submitting false and fraudulent claims to be reimbursed for medical and dental expenses they never had what are your thoughts on this nba scam and do you think shannon's life spirals out of control after his breakup with monica what do y'all think to answer your question yes um you know i don't understand this one and I don't understand it because you can't tell me that this was a crime of opportunity or that it was done out of necessity. 
Um, when you look at the story and you look at the amount of money that they would have been getting in reimbursements, it would seem as if they would be walking around with that much money in their wallets. Like, I just don't, I, I just don't understand why, hey, dog, I know how you get a quick $60,000. Hey, dog, I know you get a quick $100,000 would be so enticing to them. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's because you, when you're in the league and you have access to everything and you make a, you're making a good salary um, and then you're not, you're missing that. And you're trying to constantly figure out a way to replace that income because you don't want to sacrifice the lifestyle that you used to have Q. So for some of these players, they made in excess of $400,000 in this scam. And I think even for me, that, I mean, not saying, I'm just saying that's a lot of money in my mind. Shit, $100,000 in a scam is a lot of money. But this is the deal, guys. If you're going to participate in a scam, so this is how they figured out that that they were scamming them. They figured it out because, A, they were using the wrong forms. So the forms were altered. The fake invoices that they used were altered. And then on top of that, the spelling on all the forms was grammatically incorrect. So if you're going to be a hustler, if you're going to work the system, then please have one of these Instagram thoughts or whoever it is that you're seeing. They can do great posts. They can write great invoices for you. It's just sad to me that the reason why they got caught was because of their sloppy um, fake invoices in the grammatical errors that were on that that were on oh and also six of them three of them got the six same tooth replaced on the exact same day so just be a little bit smarter on your scam is all i'm saying so you're saying basically that they needed a a, a professional brand strategist to help them out with <laughs> that or somebody with three somebody with six community credit hours and medical billing and coding because right. <laughs> i'm sure the insurance auditor was like hold on now we got the same invoice with the same error in the same spot in the same bad grammar something oh that got to be a dumbass reason to go to jail I know y'all someone feeling stupid. And you know what? And they mad at Clarissa. Because they were right. mad. One of, sisters, one of them got an ex-girlfriend named Clarissa. And it was Clarissa ass who did these invoices and did it wrong. That's why you need to mess with college educated scammers. Okay? College scammers. Or you need to go, and I'm finna get in so much trouble for this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Or you need to go to Atlanta and get you one of them Nigerians, okay? <laughs> <laughs> go to Atlanta, get you Shamia or Portia husband, okay. and uh, <laughs> your scams will go through. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We got some questions. I got some questions for y'all. Okay. Okay, um, Daniel Jones, Danielle Jones says, Q, what will the title of your book be? And they also want to know uh, when you're going to get back on more of your videos. They want more of your videos. They said you got brand new since you got on TV. Uh, what would the title of my book be? I don't, um, I, I don't, I don't know. It definitely would be, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, Daniel, you, caught, you caught me off guard with that one. Uh, okay, I, let me, I have a better one for you. Uh, Q, uh, Sharissa Bray says, Q, Will you be watching the Dave Chappelle special, The Closer, and come back with his opinion on whether or not it's changed? And they want to know whether or not your opinion has changed. Will you come back up to you watch and tell us what you thought? Um, so I'm not naturally inspired to watch it. Um, I do like his comedy, but there's just nothing in me right now that really wants to watch it. And not for any particular reason, not because I'm mad or he's going to offend me. 
I'm just not inspired to watch it. Um, if I was asked to, if I had to watch it, like for the show, I would, but I'm sure I will get around to watching it. Like I, I, I'm the person that watched Beyonce's Homecoming a year after it came out. So okay. I'll eventually get around to it, but I'm, I'm not pressed to watch it anytime soon. We have two questions for Al. Um, uh, Kay says, Al, what's your pet peeve? That's the first one. And Kanika McFarland says, is Al currently dating a man or a woman? And lots of people want to hang out with you in D.C. So whichever uh, one you want to answer. Uh, okay, so everybody that's in D.C., I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop by Brooklyn tonight. And then I'm going to go see Ashanti and Lloyd um, at the um, center. Oh, God, I can't remember the center. I'll come back to you, let you guys know where I'm going to be tonight. But anyway, uh, my pet peeve is um, probably uh, liars. Like, I, I, I really have a hard time messing with liars. Like, liars, people that lie, is kind of one of my biggest pet peeves. And what was the second? Am I presently dating a man or a woman? Uh, I'm not dating anyone. So shoot your shot. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Quinn asked, Claudia, did you see... Phony Phaedra's response to you and Shamari. I, I did. And I was kind of going back and forth if I should respond. Listen, we were, Shamari uh, and I were on live and we were drinking and, you know, we were answering questions on live. And I'm going to admit, it did get messy and Shamari de deleted it right away, but it was too late. The blog that he picked up. Do I regret it? Yes. But I saw um, Phaedra's post. Uh, congratulations on, on the show that she's working on. Um, I, I think that's great that she's using, she's, she's very um, convincing and 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 how she uh <laughs> what happened i'm confused what happened tell me the tell me what happened me and shamari were on her live and shamari like it we got a little messy people asking if we gonna go back and about people reading us and you know we were just basically saying we ain't scared to go back and there was some shade thrown um oh, so shamari oh, instantly going, going back to real housewives of atlanta yeah listen oh, it's okay. so long ago but of course with the housewives if you say anything it means you're begging to go back and you're desperate. So Phaedra had to post her, you know, her show. Like, she's like, I'm adding actress. I'm like, you've been an actress since you forgot the new day. You forgot all this other stuff and all the kind of stuff you've been faking for years. She but, go. Um, she go. <laughs> okay, never mind. Next question. But I, I just said congratulations because she's very, you know, she's been acting. I don't care. I mean, whatever. It's whatever. I ain't been on that show. Have, she still have that dog burial business, funeral business. Dog yeah, remember she was burying dogs, right? Dogs. She, had, she had funeral. She had funerals for dogs. Phaedra, me and you still friends. I don't know these people. I just work with them. <laughs> you know what's crazy? When I was on that show, when I was on that show, when I read, when I had my scene in Puerto Rico, she's the one that said to me, "Girl, I'll never want to fight with you." I said, "You shouldn't." I'm not afraid of any of those those people, but it's just really far behind me. It's seven, six years ago. But I keep getting asked about it. And I'm obviously I'm a type that if you ask me, I'm going to answer. So right. it doesn't mean I hate anyone on the show. I don't hate anyone on the show. I don't want to go back. I'm not begging to go back. We It was two girls having fun on the live. We were drinking. Shamari's not an alcoholic. So please stop coming for her. The, the lady weighs 102 pounds. When she has one drink, she gets buzzed. I was buzzed. We had a long week working. So let's just move on. There's no hate from my end. But if you know if you want if you want to have it, we can have it, but we don't need to have it. Let's move on. And congratulations on on, on the show that you're working on. Okay, moving on for the rest of the show. That was kind of fun. I think we should do that every show. I, I actually like it. That was fun. But the fans ask us some questions. All right, moving on. In divorce news, it seems like uh, Ray J and Princess Love are calling it quits for uh, I think it's like the fifth at uh, the fifth time. 
After a second re reconciliation following a second divorce filing, the first from Princess Love and the second from Ray J, the couple is now divorcing for a third time. Apparently, Ray J pushed the divorce documents through while recovering from pneumonia in the hospital. Are you guys surprised? And how do you feel about this? No, and they need to go ahead and make it happen. At this point, y'all tried. It didn't work. You know, at, at the point, you know, when, when you fill out those papers and submit them to the clerk, that's a big move. So y'all are serious about, about, about wanting to divide. Maybe you just don't know how to go about doing it, but they need to go their separate ways. Okay. What do you think, Al? I agree. I mean, they had, it seems to be alternative anyway, because they're never in the same city. He left her in Vegas. She left him in Miami. I think it's time for them to figure out a different arrangement. I I I really I, I'm a I like Princess Love a lot and um I, I just don't know sometimes because they they're really good at reality TV and keeping us talking. So sometimes I'm like, I'm hoping that it's for that. You know what I mean? Like I'm hoping it's to kind of keep us talking and it's not real. Mm -hmm. They have such a beautiful family. Their kids are so cute and I don't know. But if if it's not working out if it's toxic, then they should leave each other alone. Okay, we're gonna try to fit in this last story real quick. It's a light story. Now, Nene Leakes jumped on her Instagram story to thank her supporters for uplifting her after the passing of her husband, Greg Leakes, rest in peace in paradise. Um, while doing so, she acknowledged that men have been messaging her online. Nene said, thank you to, all, to everybody and to all the gentlemen that have been in my DMs. Thank y'all too. Nene went on to say, while she loves getting DMs, she's focusing on herself for now. And she continued, I'm just over here doing me right now. But anyway, hey, I love reading the messages. They're inspiring to say the least. Thank you. What are your thoughts on Nene addressing the men who have been hitting her up in her DMs? And should those guys give her some time to heal? I loved her response. I thought it was very nice and lighthearted and very gracious. Um, but Nene's probably not ready to date yet. And, and, that, and that, I mean, her husband, you know, she, she's just at the beginning of her transition. You know what I'm saying? I imagine that part of the reason Nene is selling that house is because all of the memories with Greg, so on and so forth. She's got to find her new self and in her new life before she starts entertaining any gentleman callers. But I like how she handled it. Al, what do you think? I mean, look, she's beautiful. She is, you know, uh, rich. <laughs> she's young. She's got plenty of time to get in another relationship. I think, you know, of course, she does need the time to, you know, to uh, bereave her ex-husband, but I see why they're hitting her up. Look at her. She looks She looks beautiful. She looks um, like anybody else. Like uh, she's eligible now. I just think like you said, she probably just needs a little time to flush everything out and she'll, she'll get back on a horse. I agree. I mean, I mean, the, he just passed. He was a huge part of her life. Every, let me tell you something. Can nobody say anything bad about Greg Leakes? Whether right. you had issues with Nene or not, it doesn't even matter. And I love how people that did have issues with Nene, they still, it wasn't about that. It was about um, sending condolences to someone who lost her life partner who was with her for half of her life, pretty much, right? They were together for a really right. long time. And, um, you know, I, I, I just remember Greg just being a gentleman to, to people, even that people that had issues with his wife. And that's dope. That's a, definitely an ego boost to, to have men in your DMs and making you feel, you know what? Okay, when I'm ready. I, I, can, I can, you know, look through these, but um, I, I agree. It is soon for her, but it, it's also her time. Whether right. she wants to start dating tomorrow or she wants to start dating two, three years from now, it is totally up to her and it has nothing to do with what we think is the time. It's when she thinks she's ready. And I would never tell someone when it's time for them to move on or it's too soon. If she wants to go out with someone tomorrow, 
no one should really judge that because we all grieve differently and you never know until yeah. you're in that situation. So um, I, I wish you well. And once again, rest in paradise, Greg. You were a total, total class act. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Tell your friends about the new time and stay tuned. There's a new show on Fox, so The House, that's coming up right now. Let us know how you feel about it in the comments. And uh, we'll see you back here Wednesday. Y'all have a great weekend. Be safe. And Al, wear a condom so you don't get them bumps. <laughs> <laughs> I got a suit back on. <laughs>